It's expensive. Bacon and eggs can't be expensive. It's insane. I, I don't understand it. Like, it's not a I don't like IHOP. I don't like paying a small fortune to get a short stack hash browns and bacon and eggs. It's just it's aggressive. One of the funniest stories I've ever heard is when Michael and John talk about, you know, they're, they're staying at these hotels, the same hotel obviously the team is staying at, so they're top-notch hotels. And when they're in, like, New York, John was saying something. It's like, okay, here's what I got. I got two eggs, two strips of bacon, an orange juice, and a couple of toasts. What's 70, the total? $74. Bro, it's like 60 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that but, just made me think okay, of that. Maybe IHOP said, isn't that it's not IHOP. Maybe you just said, I know. <laughs> when you just said that, you know, so expensive for that, it made me think of that story that they tell about. Uh, but you're right. IHOP, you should be, you know, <laughs> should be walking away with some food to go. I, and, uh, I'm going to need good, change good back change from that. Change I, 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 I can't be going the other way on those things. you got to so go Denny's not, all the way. Denny's is way better than IHOP. Uh, yeah, I think I'm with you on that. I, I think that that's more. more. But that, you know what? That's not super inexpensive either. I just I think with it is, Slee, everything mm-hmm. is expensive right now. I need to I need to come to the, well, with the fact that a couple of eggs is going to cost me yeah. seven bucks. This is what that's I think you don't understand. What well, you don't understand is there's. Still got the ships that are out in Long Beach, and then there's are the chickens chips. on the ships, and it's why Loxinus charge you eight hundred dollars. Inflation, and by the way, Starbucks quietly just keeps adding another quarter to every every day, every day they're just adding a quarter. Hey, well, why wouldn't you? Did, let me ask you this: It was two ninety five yesterday. Now it's three twenty five. By the time this week is over, it's going to be three seventy five, and they have their hands up. Uh, I have no idea. And oh, guess yeah. who's going to be first one in line on Sunday I'll be morning? Right back, there Alan Sliwa. <laughs> see you tomorrow. Nice to see you, Candace. Nice to see you, Pete. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, uh, just bring a, bring an extra buck. It's going to be four thirty tomorrow. You got it. See you then, fellas. One observation, just so you know, this random name of Kansas, Candace, has now come up <laughs> twice in the last two days. <laughs> Keep using Candace. Candace is a good one. That'll be my that's, go-to. That's a goal. That will one. be yeah. my go-to female uh, name from this point forward. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. And so you had a good idea because the people are already hitting me up. Flaco Fuerte eighty says, while in Cerritos this weekend, you have to eat at Amor y Tacos. Great food and margaritas. So that's a, a good tip, Flaco. And then El Padrino 007. Oh no, it's the, it's the wrong one. Where is it here? Uh, where's my gar guy? I had a gar guy in here too. Anyway, I'll find him. But there, are, I'm already getting lunch invitations that are, are coming up for this Saturday in uh, in Cerritos. Trav's going to be in Cerritos. If you uh, got a spot that he should try out, a good local spot, hit him up on uh, Twitter. I am all over. So people are, are, are fired up about Russell Westbrook, and mm-hmm. I, I, I want to try to make it clear, Slee. I'm okay if you if you're a Laker fan and you call him Russell Westbrook. It doesn't bother me at all. It's not my damn, but it's fine. You harass his kids and stuff, then you're an idiot. But if you want to just direct it at him, I have no problem with that at all. What I do have a problem with is every Laker fan who's frustrated with their season thinking the reason we're in ninth place is because Russell Westbrick can't make a shot. That's only a part of the reason that you're in ninth place. You need Laker fans need to be a little more sophisticated when they look at this. I, I get it. You're frustrated. He makes 50, what is it, $45 million a year. I, I, I understand your frustration, but – He's not the only problem with this team, and yet he's the one that gets the blame 90% of the time. Well, and, and, you know, we haven't really had an opportunity, and this is a a perfect time to do it, to hear from some Laker fans. You had the post-game interview a couple days ago. Lakers eight games below 500. They can't beat the San Antonio Spurs. LeBron's not there. Obviously, AD doesn't play, and and Russ has another bad game. And then he all of a sudden 
kind of out of nowhere. When I say out of nowhere, is it's it's not every day that you hear Russ open up. So I'm curious, does, has this changed anything for some Laker fans? Are you more sympathetic to what Russell Westbrook – I've said this a couple times. I feel bad for Russ. I've said that before. I feel bad because this is a disaster mm-hmm. what's happened this season. And you can't go on any sports talk radio show or any of these national platforms – or Magic Johnson on Saturday when he when he uh, is doing the pregame show on ESPN and MB, ABC saying it's the worst trade in Lakers history if they don't make the playoffs. You can't churn anywhere without Russ's name being brought up. Uh, it's obviously been a disaster. Okay, I, we'll get back to that in a second. More breaking news here, Slee, for real. Uh, apparently the Rams really kind of changed the NFL here in the course of a season. Another starting quarterback just got to trade it in the NFL. Carson Wentz is being traded from Indianapolis to the Washington Commanders. Not quite Russell Westbrook, not quite Matthew Stafford, but Carson Wentz was a guy that was on a short list of MVP not that long ago. And then another starting quarterback is moving around. That means there's an opening in Indianapolis. That means that there are more guys moving around. you got to wonder if the Rams didn't kind of like this fuse for the whole thing, all these guys moving around like this. I don't know. I, I don't know if that, if that did light the fuse. I do remember the Colts. Um, all they had to do was beat the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> in week 18 to make the playoffs, and they couldn't do it. Uh, I, I wonder if they're thinking, hey, we, we got to have somebody else in here in that spot if they're going to, if they're going to, you know, obviously make a run in the playoffs. Is Carson hey. Wentz going all in? I mean, I don't no, know. No, it's <laughs> not, but it's not, it's also not just spending a draft pick. It's also not just sitting there and doing nothing. It, it's far more than doing nothing. Carson Wentz makes a ton of money. Carson Wentz is a starting quarterback. There's only 32 of these guys, right? And he is definitely one of those 32 guys. It, it, it's, it's, it's a thing for sure. I think it's meaningful, and I think that the Rams are the reason that we are where we are. A couple of quick tweets here, Al. I found my other one. Gar, old stomping grounds, check out Belly Bombs. It's down the street. See, people get me that they're sending recommendations about plays that's called Belly Bombs. That's very good news. And we're not talking like Bell, Cody Bellinger home run. We're talking belly bomb, like it's going to eat, it's going to land in my gut like a bomb. That's what I want. They want you to do uh, shots, shots right after the baseball game. They want to get you plastered in Cerritos. I'm sure my son would love to go do that. Hey, Dad, let's go drinking at a place <laughs> a bunch of miles from the house. Send that, I'm home. sure he'd be super Send him that. home, and you're taking an Uber home. <laughs> uh, they want um, – where's my safety one? Somebody, Dennis Rodman at safety on our Laker football team. I don't know if he's fast enough, Slee. I don't. I don't know. Like D- Dennis would definitely have to be on the defensive side of the ball, but li- maybe linebacker for the worm. Maybe we put him in the middle because physical guy. He'd be. He's got to be on the hit. defensive side. Yeah. Yep. Just ha- have him running around being crazy, and he'll be fine. All right. Let's go to Santa Monica for a phone call. Daniel in Santa Monica. Daniel, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. You know, you know, I totally get it. The whole Westbrook thing, and I and Trav, I totally agree with you. But you know. No one's really talking about AD. I mean, I kind of think this is, I mean, almost all on AD. He was supposed to be the guy. Uh, and, and, again, look, he's filling up the stat sheet. I get it. But the leadership and the accountability, I mean, look at Draymond averaging like 10 points and eight rebounds or something like that, right? He put but impacts, him off the court. The, the Warriors the lose game. like 10 in a row. Mm-hmm. And and I just think that there's no leadership there with AD and you know, he hits, he hits the shot in the bubble. He gets us the championship in the bubble. I think, I think that's great. I just don't see him as a leader. You know, when, when Russell Westbrook's not setting screens and 
you know, passing and cutting and playing just fundamental basketball, where is your leader calling you out on the court and, and getting that accountability? I just don't think he inspires the rest of the team to kind of play up to to their potential. And I just think that's a that's kind of a definition of a leader on the court and off the court. And I just I just don't see it from AD. And and look, I get it. He puts up big numbers, but you just don't feel him, and, and you just don't you don't you don't see his impact on the rest of the roster. And so so I, you know I really feel bad for Westbrook. And, uh, you know, he's doing a lot of things that I think are kind of hurting his situation. I think he could help his own situation by just playing kind of like that P.J. Tucker kind of role, like a mini KG, just being a, just being a terror on the court. And I think if we can see that, how come A.D., who's supposed to be the leader of the Los Angeles Lakers, can't see that? So that, that's, my, that's kind of my thought on the whole thing. And that's speaking of call. Candace, maybe we can swap A.D. for Candace Parker. What do you think, guys? That's <laughs> not the Candace I had in mind, but she's certainly a pretty good basketball player. No question about that, Al. It's a good call. That, that's a good call. If I told you right now, should we be having more of a conversation? Who's a more important player to this Lakers franchise that you have um, that you lie with a bigger concern of? Do you, is it Russell Westbrook or is it Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis by a factor of $10 million. Right. And, and I think Daniel – this is why I said I was trying to explain that one of the things that Russell Westbrook, one of his attributes is I'm there every night, okay? It might not be perfect. It might be ugly. I might have too many turnovers. I might be inefficient from the field. I could go through all the things that Russell Westbrook's not doing well when he's on the floor. But Russ is there every single night. And I think sometimes um, when you're not – on the top of mind, if you're not in the picture every single night, it's easy to kind of – you're not – we cannot talk about Anthony Davis on the floor right now because Anthony Davis is not on the floor. But as far as which conversation is more important of how Russ fits with the Lakers the rest of the way or how Anthony Davis fits the rest of the way, of course it's Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is, the, is just as much to blame for the failure of this season as anybody else. And he's also what could be the problem for future seasons. He's a much bigger issue along the way. He was talking about, the, well, Anthony Davis isn't a leader. Al, I'm going to bang my head on the desk until everybody understands where I'm coming from. Guys, listen to what they are telling you and showing you. And what have they done throughout their – has Anthony Davis ever been a leader? No. Why do you expect him to be a leader right now? That, that You're wrong, not him. If you are a guy, does one thing, right, and he and all of a sudden you bring him over, oh, do the other thing. Why? It's not his fault. He's not a leader. He was in in New Orleans a long time. He might have been the best player. That's different. That's not being the leader. Being a leader means guys will follow you. Guys, you can lift other players' game up to yours. You can make other people around you. But that's not what he does. And this idea that Russell Westbrook, why can't he come in and be like I think he said PJ Tucker or whatever it was. Because that's not what he does. You, you guys drive me crazy when it comes to, hey, can you just be totally different than you've been your entire life? <laughs> no. Let me, no, but let, 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 me, let, let me give you an example because there are guys that just find ways to win. And whatever you need to do to win, I, I see what the caller is trying to say. What the caller is trying to say, if my shot's not falling – I'm not going to complain to the referee because I thought I got fouled, and then it's a five-on-four break the other way. I have to do things that are going to help my team win. It also doesn't feel like Russ is saying these are areas that are hurting the Lakers right now. Things that he personally does and he controls are hurting the Lakers right now. Well, I'm going to find all these other little things to try and win a game. Trav, if 
you know, I, I, I don't have a perfect example of this, but if you're not helping your team win, if there's certain attributes that are not helping your team win, to stay on the floor, you got to find a way to find those things. Okay, Austin Reeves is is the guy that good of a player? No, but you know what he does? He tries to find ways to help a team win. That's a role player that's making virtually nothing compared to Russell Westbrook that's making 44. So I get what he's saying of find ways. Nobody's saying you have to be P.J. Tucker, but find a way to be an asset on the floor rather than continuing to do the same thing that has not been working all season long. He's done the same thing from the day he walked into the league. And now you're asking him to do something. It's it's I. It's not crazy I, what I'm asking. I'm not telling it, him. To it's not crazy. Shoot but it's nine unrealistic. of twelve from the field. It's unrealistic. It's it's. I do this every day since I've come into this league. I do it like this. Why can't you do it differently? Because I don't. It, it, it's you're asking him to do something that he either won't or can't do. Doesn't matter which of those two things it is. It's just not happening. I don't quite. We got. I, I, for the I have a good comp for you. I have okay. a good comp for you. And we, Plus, we do this coming I need, back. I need Let, your grudge, too. You didn't give me your grudge. You, you got you, you, you had a grudge that you're holding it, on to. It makes so much sense, too. The okay. moment I say it, you're going to say, oh, my gosh, of course, of course. You're not a grudge guy. This is very, very good. I, I need to know who's Sliwa or what Sliwa or got it. whatever it is oh, that's it's, driving it's him perfect. crazy it does. We'll do it next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Peanut butter and jelly, you know, steak and eggs, muscle relaxers and french fries. Sounds like a great cocktail. Some combinations just go perfectly together. It was a wonderful evening and my back doesn't hurt anymore, so it's a win-win. I'm sore still. <laughs> From your one trip to the gym in the last one trip. Three well, that years? that's isn't that when you get sore? Is when you haven't done it in forever? Of course. Well, the, the, what's see? But at least you did the real thing. Like you went to the gym and you got a real workout in. So if you feel sore after that, that's not. I mean, that's normal, right? The super disappointing thing is, is like yeah. when you haven't worked out in a while and you got to, I don't know, you go to the backyard and you got to shovel some mulch for 10 minutes to yep. clean. And then it's like the next day you can't walk because you shoveled for 10 minutes. That's when you really feel like a loser. That's when, I was, when I was in my quick little Oculus mode where I kept right. selling everybody to get oh. an Oculus, that's quieted down much more. I don't think I've turned it on <laughs> in, about, in about two weeks. But when I was in my mode, and I think I was telling you, I'm like, uh, yeah, I got a pitch tonight. Uh, I got a game a little bit later. I pitched like two innings. The next day, I'm like, I need five days rest. It was like a full five days rest. <laughs> You're in a five-man rotation. You need you need your your, your downtime. Along I came way. out of the bullpen. I was supposed to be used. I was supposed to be used the next night. 
Perfect. Perfect. Emily, you were going to say something. Yeah, I was going to say, when I built my bed for two weeks after, <laughs> Damn right you did. I, w- I was Damn so... Damn right you built your bed. I, I think it's more just like the bending over, and like, it's just the unusual movements that get you, really. So, uh, yeah, perfect no thanks. Example. Don't build anything. Don't do anything else. I got another uh, option in, in the greater Cerritos era. Ink Collector just tweeted at me, Sleeve. This is the spot. You won't be disappointed. Uh, La Capilla Cantina. So I got another. I, I got, I'm gonna have to go back to the Cerritos area frequently to to hit all these spots. Tell you I'm not. It, it is. We have such a cool platform where we can get. Like, if you're gonna go to a different part of LA, why wouldn't we ask our people of Hey, what do you recommend? Yeah. The listeners are everywhere. They're going to know the local spots. They're going to know places that maybe you and I, who are just dependent on Yelp or something along those lines, it's, a, it's actually a really good idea. Unless it's about King Richard, then I'm like, eh, I'd rather not. <laughs> but Slee, what's your grudge? I really want to hear about this grudge. We've been we've been building it up. What is it? All right, so what is today? Today is National what you get can't over get over. Get over right? What day, you can't get it. over. Okay. Can you, can, can you guys just think about this? Think of me. Think of sports. I know think it. about a grudge I'm never going to get over. I think Taylor knows it. He said it during the break Quote? when you stepped out of the room. Taylor, don't say it. <laughs> Trav, did did you hear what he said or no? I did. I did. And okay. I think he's right. What is it? Chris Paul getting next to the Lakers. Not even close. Okay. Is it something to do with Woj? <laughs> you got snipped by Woj or something. When I say it, you guys are all going to sit back and be like, "What? how did I not say that? Guys, the grudge I will never get over. Dean freaking Spanos. <laughs> oh, and yeah, the that makes Chargers sense. Yeah, of course. Leaving San Diego, California. <laughs> Dean, go get your rent check. Make sure you Venmo Mr. Cronky. And you call him Mr. Cronky. Don't you ever call him Stan. You are a tenant inside a SoFi stadium. That's a grudge I will never get over. That's a good well, I should have known that because, you know, looking at you with the Raider tattoo on your forehead, I should have known that that was the impetus for that. Raider was Nation, your 66 deal. days in. <laughs> I keep just adding days. I have no idea what we're at days wise. That's this the best. is how this is how great the the Spanos thing is for you because you're not a grudge holding sort of guy, but you, that you hold this one. I told oh, you that one. That one I hold. One of my very best friends, uh, Rhino mm-hmm. Coin, teammate of mine at Santa Barbara, Granite Hills Eagle, that I've told you about. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, his father, Doug, was a huge Charger fan. I play golf with Ryan and his dad occasionally, and every time we play golf. He brings up how much he hates the Spanos family. And he was a Charger fan for 50 years. Mm-hmm. You know, th- this is not just something that, oh, I'd leave. He was a all the way in 100% Charger fan. And he he looks at him like he stole his firstborn kid. I mean, it's just he will never, ever let it go. And I think that, you know, that's something you got to factor in when you make a decision like that. There's going to be Sliwas. There's going to be O'Coins that they well, will never, ever get over it. Here's on top of it. I'm not saying that there are not Charger fans in L.A. Because there are some Charger fans in L.A. Probably not a lot, but there are. There's some. But I think the I think the thing that makes it even worse is L.A. didn't care that they came. Right? Like there was not this. They were not going to a city where you were like, okay, that's an unbelievable city for football. They don't have another team to root for. They don't have a fan base. They got their own stadium. He's coming in, and he's a tenant at <laughs> as beautiful as SoFi is. He's a tenant, and yeah. I don't think there's this. The, the only storyline you really get with the Chargers is more about 
um, that there's 80% the opposing team, blah, blah, blah. That's the only storyline. So, signed Mike anyways. Williams yesterday. That was pretty good. He's a good player. They signed him a, a, a new deal. So that that's something along the way. Yeah. ESPN Radio. Wow. I'm sorry, Emily, go ahead. I was just going to give my gr- grudge, but you can oh, read sure. Progressive first. No, go be my guest. Okay, I was going to say, my grudge is UMBC. It's so – because UVA lost UMBC, one seed to 16 seed. But even – it's such a grudge that I'll match with guys on Bumble, on Hinge, and if they say they went to UMBC, I will match with them on purpose, and then we'll just go right into challenging each other on that game. So I just – it challenge hurts my whole Challenge they beat you. What's the challenge? Yeah, but isn't that more on your squad? <laughs> I, I, say, that's not I hate UBC though because they did it. I, you should I can't be mad at Virginia squad. and that <laughs> <Exactly>. team. <laughs> it's, that's not how grudges work. It's 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 illogical. So that's where my my grudge I, go. I hate UMBC. I, I see got, them in anything, and I say no. I've got so many questions on, on Paul this. Paul Pierce too. Paul Pierce is just annoying as hell. Yeah, I I, I don't disagree yeah. with that. I want to go back to UMBC for a second. A I'm assuming you're not running into a lot of UMBC grads out here in Southern California, have, so you could written, probably let that one go. <laughs> that doesn't make a lot of sense. And two, that Al's right. Like that, your team gagged doesn't mean that the other guy did anything wrong. It means that they beat you guys. That's just one it's of like those. Like me things. being mad at the Pelicans. Don't be mad at the so Pelicans. You, <laughs> be yeah, mad at the so, Lakers for losing to the so Pelicans. So UMBC is the Retrievers. So like their Golden Retrievers is their mascot. So the rookies. For, for a week, uh, no, for a month after at UVA, they quote unquote banned golden retrievers from campus. If they saw a golden retriever, nope, you got to get off campus. Yeah, I think what you should have banned yeah. is the basketball yeah, team that's and the coach. Idea. Nope, go after the golden retriever. I think you got, got it all wrong. You get rid of those guys, not the guys. I'll that never you get over it. We got uh, clearly, clearly. I, I, the good news is, I think as long as you're out here, it's not going to come up all that often. I think, I think you'll be okay. <laughs> I think it's uh, unlike the Chargers, who Al has to see every day. For me, I mean, I mentioned it yesterday. We were talking about uh, the ba- the baseball. I can't look at a Houston Astros uniform, which, by the way, are really, are really good uniforms. That's a perfect and, one that and I will, I'm sure I will so never, many people never, share it with you. Never. Never. And, and it's here's the thing. Carlos Correa, uh, Jose Altuve, yep. all, all of the guys that we know, right? All, all of the guys that we know were involved in that. Eventually, they're going to be out of baseball. A lot of them are already on other teams, right? But it doesn't matter. It's going to stick with them. It's going to stick with that organization because it, it wasn't just that they beat the Dodgers. They, they, they won illicitly. The Yankees should feel the same way. Every team that lost to them during that period of time should feel like they got not just beat, but rooked. They got they got absolutely cheated in that. I can deal with losing. That's sports. What I can't do is getting ripped off that and brazenly ripped off, brazenly ripped off to the point where everybody knows it happened. Everybody's like, eh. yeah, that grudge can't go away ever. Yeah, that, that, no, no, that's and and. and by the way, I don't know, is it just me or every time you say Alex Bregman, do I want to say Greg Bergman? Is, is, that, is that just me or well, every the difference time? is Alec Bregman is a loathsome Astro, and I like Berg. Berg's a good guy. Berg's a Dodger fan. We, 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 I, we I had a nice that. little Dodger that. conversation last night. It was you fun. You see what I'm talking about? Every time it's Bregman, I want to say Bergman. Every, every single time. Uh, yeah, he, but that, that's a really, really, really good one. Yeah, that's that, a really that, good one. Hit us with it. Your your grudges that you can't let him go. Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to. Yeah, I got to do this guy. He's been very patient. Manuel and Gardena. Manuel, you're on with Travis Lee. What's Welcome, up, Welcome, Manuel? Welcome. Hey, fellas, fellas. First off, winning time is just winning. I love that Fantastic show already. Show. It's really real good. quick. All right. So um, now, as far as Westbrook, and I am a Russell Westbrook fan from day one. 
till he retires. That being said, threats, never okay. But West Brick is okay, and also Russ, don't be so thin-skinned, bro. We're just, we were all expecting MVP Russ, not, not sensitive Russ. You know what I mean? And the, to the other point, uh, Flea, you made a hell of a point. When did these Lakers, the current Lakers, forget how to play basketball? Like, seriously, standing around is not Frank Vogel. It's not Rob Palinka. It's not even the GM, okay? <laughs> you guys stand around more than people at the local bar. How about you guys freaking run around like your hair's on fire and start winning? That's all I got for you guys. Outro. Appreciate it, Manuel. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> Legia makes me laugh every time, Slee. It just makes me chuckle every time I hear it. But by, by the way, is he not right? I mean, how many times do you watch a game or you're listening and you're just like watching these Laker players? I'm like, what are they? What are we doing? Yeah. Like, what? What do we? What do we? What are we running? Are we doing anything? Nothing. Like, is no, there any that, plan? Is they well the, the game against San Antonio the other night it was with about five minutes to go it was still really close right yeah. it, it, it was a it was a I think the Lakers even had the lead at about that point but there were a couple of possessions where nothing happened where they both were teams just, by the way both, both teams, teams just, for yeah. sure for and they're but that's the thing they're both bad teams right mm-hmm. that's the problem when you know you have a bad team and as much as it drives you crazy me crazy Laker fans crazy. The Lakers know they have a bad team more than anybody else. That if you're Avery Bradley or Wayne Ellington or Malik Monk or anything, we all know this isn't going anywhere, right? So I'm gonna get mine. <laughs> There's no sense in, in doing all these things. That very quickly, when you have a bad team, it devolves into I'm getting mine, and it's really hard to prevent it from happening. Because what's the alternative? If we do it the right way, we're gonna lose by six instead of seventeen. What difference does it make? And, and that's where the coach comes in, right? That's where the coach has to try to keep people together, and he has not succeeded in that role. He, that's he been, has not succeeded in keeping people on the same page. That's been one of the more frustrating things to watch with the Lakers. It's the product, yeah, right? Like you and, – and, Chav, I'm sure you run into this, but if you go um, – if somebody wants to talk Lakers basketball with you, that comes up a lot. It's like, man, I can't watch these guys. I don't want to watch them. You know what? I'm going to tune in for a quick second to see the score, but then I'm going to tune out because I know we're down by 15 or 20. The product all season long has been awful too. So it's kind of a – it's unfortunately a combination of the two. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Still going to say that uh, King Richard is okay. 
And that's no cap right there. Just just, <laughs> just letting you know, she bringing back it. that bit. Uh, she, she must she really hate it. Yeah, you went from El- kind of lukewarm to and you hate it. Because <laughs> like ha- the haters are in my DMs, they're in my mentions, and yeah. so I'm going to dive harder into it. Wait Unlike a Russ second. Westbrook. Hold on. Hold on. I thought we were off social media there, uh, Emily. It's on Twitter. I'm, oh, you, I'm, you've allowed yourself Twitter? Well, I've allowed myself Twitter for work. Okay. i gotta, okay. I got to see enough. all the mentions she for the show. She needs TikTok for work, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Up first, uh, I saw this in the news uh, today that there's a mountain lion just roaming around. So sure. Like, yep. Yeah. Just wonderful stuff. Why I love L.A. It's right so on sunset. Go was, get yourself a Aussie bowl, and there's a mountain lion. Great. I was talking to Greg about this, and I was talking about, oh, I, you know, what would you rather face? Uh, first off, he thinks that bear spray isn't real. Bear spray is very real and very necessary. You guys agree with me, right? He thinks that ba- I'm making up bear spray. Anyway. It, no, it's real. Yeah. Right. It, well, what, it what does it mean? I mean what does it mean like that it's Batman. not real? It's not like a like, construct of somebody else. He is he saying it's, like it's not oil. effective? It's not effective is like what he's saying? Spray. It's just yeah, really it's, strong pepper yeah. spray. It's really strong pepper spray. He thinks that it's yeah. like snake oil. That oh, Emily's buying bear spray. No, I mean then let him spray. go into the woods without <laughs> it and see how it goes, and then maybe he'll feel differently. Okay, but here's my statement: You would rather encounter a bear than a mountain lion. Travis, this is Patrick Cap. Uh, no, I th- well, let me think. I'm going strictly like I'm going weight classification here, right? Like I'm kind of thinking of uh, I don't like my chances against either a bear is bigger than a mountain lion, right, Slee? And just generally oh. speaking. Uh, humongous. Yeah, some okay, of these I mean, bears. I mean, listen. If it's a black bear, they're those are the naturally more scared of humans, so they're yeah. probably going to go run off. I, but I, I'm not <laughs> taking my chance. Go ahead, finish yours <laughs> at all. I, I think I'll it's go. bear. I, I think I would. Ra- let me see. I'd rather face a bear. You, no cap. I'd rather face the mountain lion. Which, by the way, is not like you just said. Totally out of the realm of possibility. My understanding is that the mountain lion population in Southern California is actually kind of thriving. It's thriving. For a, yeah, for it's a long time, they were an endangered species, and they had to be protected. And But I think Inflation that, is not affecting worked. them and their population. And well, so they're now. inflating themselves. They, yes. they, there are plenty of them out there. Um, yeah, give me the bear. I'm going, like I said, I'm going down either way. I don't just get it over with fast. Whether it's Yogi or, or the mountain lion, I don't really care. Just end me quickly. All right, so I'd rather face a mountain lion. But let me just make something real clear here. As somebody who enjoys watching National Geographic, bro, they go for the throat. Like, they go for the jugular. Over quickly. Um, Yeah, you could say that. But that that moment where they're jumping towards your throat, that's probably not – and you're making eye contact with them, probably not a good moment. What are we talking, 10 seconds? I mean, (laughs) it's over pretty fast. I anything for I can do anything for ten seconds. Just get it over with. Clamp, clamp down hard. Choke me out fast. I think I have a feeling. Off, Taylor, I have a feeling a bear is going to be. Uh, well, you got no shot. Of course, you got no shot in both situations. But I'd rather face a mountain lion than a bear. The problem is with the bear. He's using everything. He's not. You know. Yeah, he's going to use his mouth. But then he's got his. Basically, knives that are also striking at you. He might leave and come back, so it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty ugly. Taylor, what about you? If I'm dying either way, I gotta go with a mountain lion. Like she said, it's gonna be a quick, painless. Well, not painless, but a uh, quick death. Quick. Oh no, no, out. it won't be painless. Yeah, but it the won't bear's be gonna be playing with you, like you know, a cat plays with a mouse and just boxing you around. So the mountain lion is a cat. I want no part of that. Do you know that you're supposed to play dead? In these situ- certain situations, I won't have to where you're not supposed to, where you're not supposed to run. Like right, if you run now, that all of a sudden they see you as prey. 
Bro, you, what do you think is going to go through my mind when all this is happening? Throw rocks, get big, don't run, all of those things they tell you. You know, yell, scream, make, make yourself as, as, as unpleasant as possible. I don't have to play dead. I'm going to have a coronary and drop dead the second I see a mountain lion <laughs> 10 feet away from me. It's over. The mountain lion's like, well, that was boring. <laughs> I didn't, even get, to, walks I didn't away. even get to take him out. French fries and uh, Coca-Cola did it for me. All right, guys. <laughs> this next one is from uh, my experience yesterday. I was watching quite a bit of uh, Drive to Survive. Formula Certainly we were watching King Richard. Nope. Was not. <laughs> would not revisit that one. Um, so Netflix uh, putting up, are you watching? It's just rude. Alan is his Fetter Cap. I hate, and I've told this to Travis, I hate how they basically start the preview. I hate that they start the preview. And I know, Trav, it's kind of roped you in a couple times, right? Yes. Like you've said that you weren't going to watch the something, Kanye now thing. you're watching it. The Kanye problem, is, problem is I can't focus on anything else left on the screen when they start the what is it love is blind i don't even know what it is but they have their top ones that are there they start previewing it hey i proposed to a guy i haven't met him yet i'm like i what am i what are we doing here i'm I'm not (laughs) sure what's going on i don't like that there i'm okay with hey you were watching this do you want to keep watching it i'm okay with that but the previewing is what bothers me no i'm with you emily i think it is rude i think it's a fact because what they're basically doing is they're shaming you, right? They're, they're making you feel like you've just wasted, whether it's, I don't know, when does it come out? It's usually like a couple hours in, right? It's, 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 like it's a while. It's a while. It doesn't, it's not like you watch one 20 minute episode of Seinfeld and they're like, are you done yet? It's like, you gotta, you gotta put a good two, two and a half, three hours of time in. They're like, uh, you should probably go outside. No, you should probably go find something better to do with your time. That's what it's telling you. They're trying to do the right thing, but I'm with you. It, it, it is a bit aggressive, and it makes me feel worse about myself. Taylor? Uh, not much to contribute here. I don't have Netflix. Don't, of course you don't, Taylor. Since, uh, the Jordan doc was on there. I think that's the last time I used it. So uh, Taylor hates sweatpants. He hates Netflix. I don't I hate it. There's all these things that he just doesn't like comfort. It's fine. It's whatever. So this next one then is going to be directed at Taylor. So uh, you could hang out with an ex. Taylor, is this factor cap? Be friends with an ex? Uh, I don't think it's possible. No. Um, depending on the situation. But pretty much no? Yeah, All right. Uh, Alan, us, what about you? Give us, let's do this. Taylor, give us one of your ex's phone numbers. Let's call her. <laughs> kind of out of the blue. Let's have a nice conversation with her and ask I don't if think the she can hang today, out Slee. with you. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good answer. That's a good answer right there. Al, um, would you hang out with an ex? Can I hang out with an ex? Yes, I can hang out with an ex, but uh, A, I don't think it's a good idea. B, um, I don't think you can really have a friendship when you're in a different relationship. So uh, can I do it? Yes. Do I think it's a smart thing to do it? No. So I don't have a ton of experience in this. Um, I, I, I think a, mo- a, a little player you listen no, to you. No, it's the exact opposite of that. I, I started dating my wife when I was in the 10th grade. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we've been together ever since. So I don't have a ton of experience in this particular field. I can tell you this. There are people that you used to like that you have falling outs with that you just, and I, I am a very binary guy, very analog. I'm either good with you or I'm not. And if I'm not, I'm not spending my time with you. I have no like us. interest in that. You right, have exactly. zero interest in I me. have no interest in you. Therefore, that the second we're done with this, I just <laughs> play, hang up the headset and walk away. But no, there are Block people that – Block all of us on Twitter. Yeah, I'm just – I'm done. I, I don't – why? Here, here's my thing. My free time is relatively 
limited, right? Yep. And, and why would I ever want to spend time with somebody that I've decided I don't want to spend time with them? That doesn't make any sense to me. We've broken up, but let's still be friends. Why? I don't get anything out of this relationship anymore. I'm moving it down the road. I could see Trav, 10th grade Trav, at the cafeteria. Varney sunglasses. Sees his, sees his girl in line, <laughs> says, you know what, I got this one. Walks all up. All right, all right, all get right. Get this girl whatever she wants. Uh, Chocolate milk just, on me. Yeah, I, was, I was just going to say, I'm just getting a milk here. And, uh, yeah, that one's on me. And then uh, walks away. Just that baller move in this, 10th grade. This is the anti-power move. There, there was a good two-year window where I was far more interested in what was going on than she was. <laughs> I was that she had far more juice in that thing. That, uh, hey, you want to do something? Eh, no, not really, not right now. Maybe later. Let me know. But I wore it. Oh, cool. No I, problem. No problem. <laughs> exactly. No problem. Exactly. I just I'm, I'm like a cold. Eventually, you just get used to living with me, and uh, there's not much you can do about it. You just that's awesome. Hey, all the time. hey. However you get it done, get it done. <laughs> 25 years coming up in uh, September. It worked out all right. All right, guys, i got one more left. So it's National Get Over It Day. but You get over it. No. So (laughs) saying get over it uh, will make you want to get on it even harder. Travis is factor cap. Yeah, I think that's fact. There are a couple of things that you hear from people all the time that have the exact opposite effect. Get over it is definitely one of those. No, you tell me to get over it means I don't want to get over it. The other one is just lighten up. Have some, take it easy. Well, no, I'm already in a bad mood. Or chill out. You, chill out. You telling me to chill out when I'm on the opposite of chilling out makes me more tense, Makes fills me with more anxiety. Just just say, hey, you know, take it easy. We're okay. We're, you'll, you'll be all fine. You'll feel better tomorrow. That That's better than, dude, take it easy. Relax. Have a good time. Just, my goodness, stop telling me those things. Bro, I could not agree <laughs> more. Those are... Honestly, I don't get annoyed too often. Those are incredibly annoying. I had a buddy. This was this is not the best example. This guy one time was like, man, Al's so funny. Hey, Al, be funny real quick. I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, funny guy. What are you talking about? Isn't that every time somebody's like asking you to do something, hey, what's wrong? You know, hey, cheer up a little bit. You go freaking cheer up. Like, I, anytime somebody tells you to do something with how you feel, you're like, uh, buddy. Why don't you stand over there, you do I'm you, you. I'm going to do me, and let's call it a day. Plus, sometimes being grumpy feels good. Sometimes it's kind of a satisfying default setting. I'm all right with that. All right, so we got somebody on the line that has some grudges that they want to work uh, through. We could definitely do that, 877-710-ESPN. Um, Aaron Donald mm-hmm. has a really interesting piece in Sports Illustrated this week about his future in L.A., his future in the NFL and whether or not he has fully made a decision on what he's going to do next. And now you've heard me say he's coming back for sure. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. So, okay, let me defend this. 
So, uh, one, I've had her number on my phone longer than the contact photo has been around. So I just haven't had the in- interest to go back and add the photo. After Chris pointed out that that's weird, I did add a photo for her. So don't worry. Also, I don't know if he mentioned it. I have my headset off for a second. But her name on my phone is uh, Claire Sucks. So whenever <laughs> I call her, I have to say, hey, Siri, can you call Claire Sucks? Uh, and then she <laughs> says it back to me, calling Claire Sucks. That's so funny. It's, uh, that's great. But no, I, 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 the only – actually, the funny thing is I have one picture for one of my sisters. So I have three sisters. One sister has a picture. The other two don't have pictures. So, Al, are you a uh, picture guy in the, in the contacts? I take probably every two weeks I take different shots, and I update all my profiles. And, you know, it's, it's important to me. It's important to me that um, people get the latest version of myself, what I look like, no, no, how no, I'm no. feeling. What's the photo the Travis? I, I was just going to say, when I text you, does it just come up TR? Is that what it says? Or do, have you put uh, an ESPN logo in there, a Rams logo, a Dodger logo, my face? Like what? What? Something that that is that says Travis on, to bro. you? You know me. Yeah. Come yeah. On. See, come on. That, that, Chris knew that, you too. That, he knew that tells like you that as well. that's everything <laughs> I knew. I, I, I would have been on. stunned had there been something else. Here's the picture for Chris that I have. Here's Travis in college. Senior. Here's Travis yeah. in college. This is Chris, and he's got a forty of Miller High Life and a cigar. So I, I feel that was taken know. last night. <laughs> I think that's because we were at a Laker game one night. I brought my my son, and and we were standing out in front of the the building. Chris is smoking a cigar and uh, and and having a beer, and 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 my son goes, Dad, a cigar and a beer. Like he was horrified by what Chris was doing to his body. So Chris sent me that picture, and uh, there we go. So I, I have pictures for just about everybody. Not What's everybody. What's Alan's but, picture? Uh, well. I just have an AS because I, I'm 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 an even Steven guy. I knew he didn't have one of me, so I don't have one of him. Why do I, I already like that? already went in and deleted it? Why do I like that? Because that it you is have... you. Like for instance, like for Geeter, we talked about Geeter the other day. When I yep. text Geeter, Laker logo pops up because I think of him with Laker. With Michael Thompson, I have a picture of Michael Thompson from his Laker days in there that I put in there. I've got all these, but. You are going out of your way to disengage from stuff like this, so I disengage from you. That's it is it is on and po- it's on say brand. that's my face. That's I, I am. I'm saying it to you right yeah, now. Right, actually, you it's on brand it right for Alan Sliwa. Emily, I I have a UVA one for you. All right, go who's. So there Damn. you go. So see, I just I, I I put everybody in there, but because you are kind of the guy that doesn't want to play the little game, Slee, I just decided that AS is the do way to do it. Do you have Godfather Sliwa. for Funches? Uh, I don't know what I have. I have some. I'd have to look for Funches. I don't know what it is. My favorite one of all time is for uh, Andy Kamenetsky. I have a picture of Mike Pence's wife because because Andy Kamenetsky thought that the funniest thing in the world is that Mike Pence calls his wife mother. So I put a picture of his wife in in Andy Kamenetsky. And it makes perfect. sense. So it's a good connection I, there. I like to give him some thought. ESPN Radio is pre- presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program. Now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. So Greg Bishop wrote a really interesting piece in SI, um, Al. Really good article. Fantastic. And I would recommend anybody that is a Rams fan to to go read it. You've heard me say a million times, when Sean McVay and Aaron Donald both kind of dropped some breadcrumbs before the Super Bowl and after that, hey, you know, TV is a possibility for Sean McVay, maybe Aaron Donald will walk away from football and go do something else with his life. I kind of very quickly just dismissed that as, okay, whatever. They're just talking. They're, They're caught up in the emotion of the moment, et cetera, et cetera. 
It turns out Sean McVay is going to coach the Rams. He's, he's committed to that. I thought Aaron Donald, the run it back, run it back moment, sure. was fully back in on that too. But reading this, I think Aaron Donald will play for the Rams again. I do. But there's also a point when, when I hear somebody talk about their kids the way that Aaron Donald was talking about his children in this piece, that he has young children that live apart from him in Pittsburgh, where he is from, because that's where uh, his, his oldest daughter, I believe, is in first or second grade, is in school. And and him missing time with her and the things that come along with that age of kids, school plays and recitals and all, all that fun stuff, the, the very best part of parenting, that you can't be a part of that and be committed to football the way that he has to be committed. It was the first time I've heard it, I'm like, you know what? This isn't a zero-chance thing. I don't think it's likely, but it's not a zero-chance thing. It's the first time I felt like that. So part of this piece, he said, for now he's considering all options. He doesn't rule out leaving football for a season or two and coming back the way that Jordan did. He also doesn't dismiss playing for multiple seasons. I'm with you on this, that it feels like, look, if there's something, if there's one thing that could take him away from the game, the family portion is obviously a big part of that. That That's going to weigh in on him. That was part of the conversation when Sean McVay was weighing things. Hey, at some point I want to start a family, this, that. But his situation is different. Like you mentioned, uh, across the country, are uh, it, it's two of his kids. So the, the fact for him that he only gets to see them, and he talked about how the Rams have done a really good job of kind of keeping it open for him. They're trying to work with him on, you know, obviously continuing that relationship, but – it's not obviously the same when you're actually living uh, in the same city as them. I think there is this probably this piece for Aaron Donald that after winning a Super Bowl, he can kick back and say, I want a freaking Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. This is what I wanted. This is what I cared most about. I've been with this franchise for X amount of years, gone through the down, and then here we are at the up. I was, you know, I, it, there's a, if I tell you, think about this past season and think of a moment that kind of sticks out to you. How about Aaron Donald pointing at his finger right after? There's sure. a couple special moments, and Aaron Donald is obviously a part of that mix, the plays that he made, the attention that he always got. Maybe, just maybe, that by winning a Super Bowl and putting himself in a position where you could check that one off the list, maybe some of those priorities change once you accomplish a goal like that. I think when you look at a guy like Aaron Donald, he's not a halfway guy. Right, he he does he doesn't know how to live his life like that. He, the only thing he knows is I'm all in on this, and and for him to be a halfway or a partial way, half's probably selling him short. A part I'm going to be a partial time football player, a partial time dad. I'm going to try to have the best of both worlds. I don't think his brain can compute with those sorts of things. I need to be all to be Aaron Donald. I need to do it like this. I need to play football like this. I need to train like this. I need to study like this. I need to live my life like this so I can become the greatest defensive player in the history of this league, which he might be, right? I can't fly back and forth, you know, a couple of times a week and go see the school play. I can't do it halfway. And I think now that he's a – to your points, Lee, everything that I've gotten that I did 100% was to achieve this goal of winning a Super Bowl. I did it. Now I want to go be 100% of the dad, right? I want to go and do all of these things because his commitment to his children is very clear. And it's hard, man. Sleep. I, I I know that I'm the only one here that has kids, but it is really challenging when you know you're supposed to be doing something at work and you know you're supposed to be at home and you can only be at one place, right? I can't be in two places at once, but I really want to be here for my daughter or my son in this moment. 
but I also need to be at work because I need to provide a living for them. I need to make sure that they have all the things that they need. That's just getting through life. That's all of us, right? So if I had a stack of money and accomplished every professional goal that I – Aaron Donald's going to the Hall of Fame. Aaron Donald has made more money than he could ever spend. Aaron Donald is a Super Bowl champion. He's a three-time defensive player of the year. He's arguably the greatest defensive player ever. I've done it all. Why don't I go over here and do all the dad stuff too? It's a, it's an incredibly unique opportunity that he has for himself. I think he'll play football, but it's not a zero chance anymore. I, when I read that, I'm like, wow, this could be something that he genuinely considers. It doesn't seem like it's, you know, hey, he's trying to position himself or no. he's trying to put the Rams in a tough spot. Hey, this has – and by the way, there are portions of that article that you can read. And, okay, Von Miller, Odell Beckham Jr., are those going to be key that they have to sign those guys back to convince um, Aaron Donald to stay with the team? But it sounded more that, look, the football piece of this, it's a business. It's going gonna, it's gonna to run its course. If there's one thing Aaron Donald can um, – uh, he doesn't have to worry about. He doesn't have to worry about an organization that's not trying to win. He doesn't have to worry about an organization that doesn't feel like they don't have their ducks in a row because they do. He doesn't have to worry about an organization that's cutting corners. So I think the football part's going to take care of itself. He's going to get paid. Whatever that is, you know, it's, the Rams are not going to say, that. well, you know what, uh, we're not willing to do this. I don't think any of that's going to happen. I think it's a more personal thing if he, does, if he walked away from the game. There's also a very good reason for him to come back, which we'll get into next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.